0: It's official. It's been one month since the NBA season has popped up and it's been lit. There's a lot of stories about these young cats trying to come up in the game. The rookies are balling out. Teams are struggling that we're like confused about and not understanding why they can't. They're dysfunctional. Surprise teams in the East. You know, the mud team, the Dub Nation, we're out here winning. So go ahead and, you know, kick it with us for the next 30 minutes. And if you're new to the channel, go ahead and subscribe, like the videos, and just chill for about the next 15, 20 minutes. We got a jam-packed show, so stay tuned. Bless all my life Sacrifice Hustle pay the price wanna slice, got the roll of dice this why all my life, I've been grinding all my life, love, all my life, been grindin' all my life, sacrifice, hustle pay the price, wanna slice, got to roll a dice this why All my life, I've been grinding all my life, What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Ball Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to another show. It's been a minute, I know. I've been I've been stuck with some other situations, but I'm glad to be back now full time. And the NBA has been great. I can't complain. It's been a month in. I know for the Laker fans out there, y'all kind of salty right now. But I'm pretty sure y'all figure it out, if y'all can stay healthy. So we're going to definitely dive in with teams that have been... Somewhat of a disappointment. I mean, on both sides of the conference, right? Like, it's kind of shocking, but it makes sense to me. NBA season, like, you know, it's been short this year as far as, like, the time, the turnaround from last season to this year with COVID and all that, with the bubble situation, right? And then they had a speed-off the next season, which was last year when the Bucks won. So, it might make some sense. But we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and speak about that in a second. And... I'm glad, man. It's been a, it's been a month now officially. Like the NBA has kicked off what middle of last uh, last month in October. A lot of great games, some disappointments. I'm keeping an eye on the young cast, like the rookies. You know, the ones that are coming out of the G League that are panning out in the NBA. It's been a great story about those couple kids. And obviously, my team, Dub Nation, we're number one in the whole entire NBA. Even we have two losses. Hey, it's okay. We still we still hot right now. We got a good team. Can't wait for Clay to come back and james wiseman i mean that's gonna be a scary team keep keep your eye on that people out there hating on the dub nation hating on the warriors hating on the light skin cast steph curry and clay thompson we gotta we got our dogs out there jordan Poole, garen payne the second yeah y'all know Otto porter etc but like i said i'm glad to be back and if you're new to this channel don't be i mean don't don't be shy now go ahead and subscribe hit the like button you know every time that you know i post a video hit that bell notification Gonna get alerts to your phone to your laptop, yada yada yada, and we're on every single streaming platform out there on the audio route. You can catch us on Apple, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh uh iHeartRadio, etc. We're on every single one. Soundcloud, you got it. And if you're on YouTube, you know the deal. If you're on IGTV, we're right there as well. And for all the socials, at ball don't lie, b-a-l-l d-n-t-l-i-e, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on TikTok, etc. You can catch me over there if you want to catch the vibes. So let's go ahead and just dive into it because there's a lot to talk about. We have a jam-packed show. So it's going to be crazy about certain stories that I'm about to speak upon. And some of them are head-scratchers. So let's go ahead and dive into it. News and notes from Iran Association. So the whole LeBron situation, some of y'all are aware, he has an abdominal uh, strain in his abdomen area. So... He might be out for like a week or two from the injury. So he's already about, I think, a week in as of right now. But, but based off of the previous trainer for the Lakers or someone close to the Lakers mentioned that it's a four to eight week recovery. So if LeBron does come back, we do know that LeBron is not human. He's not, he's not me, you know. Uh, The guy has played this long and never had a major injury. But yeah, he's been injury prone since he came to LA. That is dearly noted. Like, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to cap on that. Ever since he's been in the Lakers, I think besides his first year, every year after that, this guy has missed at least, or he missed a chunk of games. So we obviously want LeBron James back because the whole narrative, the whole notion is that the Lakers can beat anybody, right? They have the best team, right? On paper, right? So the whole LeBron, Russ, AD situation ain't working right now, but they haven't played together as many games, and it's gonna take time to get that, you know, get that engine running. Same thing with the Brooklyn Nets. So last year, when Kyrie and James Harden and KD all gamed up together, I don't think they played more than like twelve or thirteen games. In those games, they're all confused about who's gonna have the ball and whatnot. So it will take time, especially if you're trying to put a super team together. So LeBron, four to eight weeks. In my opinion, it might be less than that, but that's what the trainer is saying. Atlanta Hawks small forward Deandre Hunter will undergoing surgery on his tendon and his tendon in his right wrist, so he's going to about to miss him the next two meet uh, two weeks. i sorry, the two months, the next two months with that uh, with the surgery uh, and then the recovery. So hopefully, Young Cat can get better, come back healthy because they definitely do need him when they when they push towards the end of the season, going to the playoff when they're jockeying for position. Um, the Celtics. This is mind-boggling for all the Celtics fans out there. This is kind of confusing to me. Or, or maybe this is just hot takes. I don't know. There is supposedly some interest in Ben Simmons from the Boston side of it. And, and, and it makes sense because, like, they do need a point guard. You know, the, the whole Schroeder situation or, or, or Marcus Smart playing uh, the point ain't panning out. As you can see, they're struggling right now. As you can see... Marcus Smart, you know, like a week ago, we called up the team. He said, hey, pass the ball. Like, you know, you getting double teamed. The teams know at the last second or the stretch, the last two minutes of the game, we all know who the ball's gonna go to. So pass the ball this way, right? It's like to play basketball, you know? Every team knows we're trying to go to Jason and Jalen. And every team is programmed and studied to stop Jason and Jalen. And, you know, I think everybody's scouting report is make those guys try to pass the ball. They don't want to pass the ball. And that's something that they're going to learn. They're still learning. We're proud of it. So their elbows ain't having some riff, but that rift has been going on for years now, right? So that's, that's duly noted. Ben Simmons, don't to me, it makes sense why the Celtics want him, but for what they're asking for. If you're going to trade for Ben Simmons, and I talked about this before, multiple episodes before, that they're asking for your whole entire franchise, right? Like that. They're not bargaining Ben Simmons, right? They're they're asking for a truckload, right? They're trying to take the whole entire house, right? So if you're going to trade Ben Simmons to the Celtics, we all know Jason Tatum. We all know Jason Tatum is not included because that's going to be shut down real quick. But they've been discussing about Jalen Brown. So I don't know if it's a one-off. It it, it can include some other players, but Jalen Brown would have to be, and I'm assuming, yes, has to be, in that package that's going to Philadelphia. So to me, if, if either way, if Ben comes to the Celtics, you need to keep you need to keep JB and Tatum. But if you have to get rid of one of those guys, and it has to be JP. It doesn't benefit Tatum because if you add a Ben Simmons, yeah, he's a point guard, but he can't shoot. Right? At least at least Jalen Brown can create here and there. He's a solid shooter. He's a two way player. But Ben Simmons is. Not consistent. We all know what happened in the playoffs. They dude doesn't average more than 14 points in his career as far, as far as scoring. So the guy is not a threat. Obviously, it works better if he had bigs. But if you're playing with a wing guy like Jason Tatum, I don't know how that Ben Simmons will work. But you know, like I say, it, it, it might be a story. It might be a whisper. Or it might be a folktale. We don't know. But that's what the rumors are coming out of Boston, saying that they're interested in Ben Simmons. In the whole Sixers situation, if they do get Jalen Brown, that is a great fit. It's a great fit for him. You imagine you can have Seth Curry running the point or Maxi, either one. Then you have Jv playing at the two or the three, depending where you want to slide, uh, uh, Danny Green or or Harris. So it, it, to me, if they get in Jalen Brown, that's a win situation for uh, for Philly. But vice versa, the Celtics don't get any better with Ben Simmons unless they keep Jalen Brown and Tatum. But if they lose Jalen Brown, then it definitely. Your, your talent structure uh, doesn't change a bit. Like Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons are not going to, how should I say this, not make your team better unless it depends where you go. But Jalen Brown does go to Philly then obviously will make your team better. And obviously Sixers, if they have Ben Simmons, it does make your team better than what they have now. But I'm just saying if it goes to Boston, I don't see how that would work. But moving on to so the Ben Simmons soccer, it still continues. They're going back and forth with this rift. Like I said, Ben is playing – like what he's doing, he's trying to orchestrate a trade to get out of here. So in order to do that, he's playing the cards. The guy is now saying that he has mental issues so he cannot be with the team. Okay. Then the team say, okay, you got mental problems. We have in-house doctors with the organization. Uh, nah. actually, you know what? I'm going to go see my own doctors, not yours. Oh, really? You want to see your own doctors? We're going to go run that back and find. Sorry, cut that out. We're going to find you for each game or each practice if you want to use your own outside third-party doctors. So that's the problem right now that's going on in Philly. And like I said, this is not looking good for Ben Simmons at all. I don't know what you do at this point. Philly is over here being stubborn as well. They're trying to literally um, sabotage, not sabotage the guy's reputation, but in a sense they're trying to play both sides of the fence. Yeah, they're cooling his face at the same time they're saying all this other stuff about Ben Simmons so like I said that's like saga will continue I don't know who's going to budge first but obviously when when news break about what happens with Ben Simmons I'll be here to break that stuff for you. The Warriors right now are what 11 and 2 uh they lost to what the Charlotte Hornets and uh in, in in Charlotte so this is a f- actual first road trip outside of California. So all the games they played were in the state of California. Even though they went on the road they were in California. And most of they had, they had I think they had like a 10 or 9 game Standing in, in San Francisco. So they've been playing great. They've been playing great. Keep an eye on the Warriors right now. They're number one in the West. And they're going to be a scary team when they get a full team uh, as far as Clay Thompson and James Wiseman. So keep an eye on that. And then speaking about Jalen Brown for the uh the Celtics, we'll be out in the next two weeks or one or two weeks around there with a with the hamstring, hammy, hamstring strain. So his hammy right now ain't working for him. I know it's not easy to play with that hamstring issue. We all know what's going on in the NFL. A bunch of them are just falling like flyers with the hamstring situation. So, yeah, Jalen Brown will be out for a, little, for a little while. The Point of Blazers are having issues in-house, in-house. So the owner, Jody Allen, and I'm reading this right now. Jody Allen has launched an investigation into the president of basketball operations, Neil O'Shea, for a workplace misconduct. So there, there, there's been reports that have been coming out. I'll say the last three weeks or so to a month. So even when the beginning of the season came up, I heard a little whispers about the same stuff that's going in, in Phoenix with the owner, what what's going on with the both teams with the Suns in the Mercury. We heard the same thing that's going on in, in Portland, but instead this is actually an uh, Ezek that's having issues. So we're going to see, I mean, they're they're conducting their own investigation itself. Um, and it's going to be interesting because right now we have a lot of issues with upper management and, 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 and what they're doing. And I'm pretty sure the NBA ain't playing around. They're going to conduct their own investigation as well. So let me go ahead and try to read this uh, statement that the Portland Blazers has posted on their Twitter account just recently. The Portland Trailblazers organization was recently notified of concerns around a workplace environment. By non player personnel at the practice facility. In this response, we immediately engaged with a firm that was a ex- significant experience in the area to conduct a full, fair, independent review into concerns and will take appropriate a- action based on its outcome. While we cannot comment on this pending matter, we are committed to continue to build an organization that positively impacts our colleagues, our communities. In the world in which we live and play for the organization. this is a twitter account so obviously they're taking this stuff serious we all know nowadays you can't do nothing crazy no matter what position you hold in profession it doesn't have to be in the nba it can be in college school your workplace this is unacceptable so we're gonna see when the investigation does come out best believe i'm gonna be here because we don't need guys like this you know, with the workplace misconduct. Now, I want to know more about that in detail, so we'll go ahead and dive into that later on when this stuff does surface. Moving on. The NBA and the NBA Player Association are now recommending that all players, coaches, front office personnel who are in Tier 1 should receive their booster shot. If they received a J&J Vax at least two months ago or Pfizer or Moderna six months ago, should get their vaccination or get the booster shot, suggesting they're suggesting this by December first. So they want the whole NBA players who've been vaccinated six months ago, if you're Pfizer Moderna, to get a booster shot by December first, and if you had the J and J at least two months ago to get your booster shot as well. I don't know how that's gonna hold water, to be honest. There's already rift about who's not vaccinated, who is. We've seen the whole drama with the Aaron Rodgers situation. Throwing shade at Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Tom. I'm not going to get vaccinated. Till this day, he's still absent from the team. So, to add another shot. Uh, I'm pretty sure some players might do it. Majority might do it, actually. But it's just another feather, you know, uh, to overturn. I don't know how this is going to ha- gonna continue to be doing this. Because after the booster shot, they might recommend another one. This might turn to like a flu season situation where you got to get shots every six months to a year. So, We'll see what happens. You know, they, they want this done by I think December 1st or December 6th, but sometime beginning early next month. Speaking about vaccines or COVID, Nikola Nikola Vujacich. I'm, I'm pretty i pretty much on butchered his name, but Vujacic, who plays for the Chicago Bears the center, has been placed under COVID protocol. So he's gonna miss he's gonna miss at least a couple games, three, four games. He is vaccinated. That's that I did definitely check into. He is vaxxed, so he might miss three or four five games around there. So we'll see what happens with the Bulls during the West Coast trip. So we'll see what happens um, going forward uh, first. So he so Vujicic is the first NBA player to contract COVID. Um, we've been a month into the season, so this ain't going to be the norm. As, actually run that back. This is this is probably going to be the norm as far as players contracting COVID and they're going to be put into a COVID protocols or health and safety protocols. But NBA. So I uh, wouldn't be shocked if big names down the road would have had to miss crucial games. And this might go into the playoffs. You might have players miss games because of this. So this is definitely going to be a concern. COVID is still here. It's not, it didn't disappear. you know. So And if now we're more comfortable going back into the communities, back into the public sectors with people engaging and shaking hands, yada got, got it, this is going to be the norm. It's going to happen. So um, I ain't surprised uh, it happened so soon in the NBA, but it's going to happen. And with the whole Kyrie situation, you know, the mayor from uh, the mayor elect from New York, Eric Adams, there was, there was rumors about him trying to overturn or change the way how to implement the COVID rules or the laws in the state of New York or in the New York city, sorry, but the New York city, uh, metro area. And everybody thought that if he becomes the mayor. And he and obviously he did win uh, this past election that he would change the rules for, you know, to better, I guess, Kyrie in that sense. But then he just came out recently saying that he's not going to do that. Uh, so the mayor elect Eric Adams said last week um, that the New York City will not change the COVID-19 vaccination mandate that's currently uh, prevents Kyrie from playing any games in the city of New York. and That's the metro area. So Brooklyn is in that area. Brooklyn's one of the you know the, the boroughs in New York. So, I don't know. The Kyrie situation is looking more sticky and and, and more of a, a concern at this point because reports coming out there that he was banking on this. He was banking that the, the mayor would change that. So, he at least can play his 41 games at home. But now he's coming out saying that he's not going to change a mandate. So, that leaves Kyrie back in limbo. And I'm not sure what's going to happen going down the road. That's... That that's so much of a confusion about what Kyrie wants to do, but he's holding his stance and he's saying he will not get vaccinated. So if he's not gonna get vaccinated, the NBA is not gonna be lenient to okay, Kyrie, you're Kyrie, you don't play. So I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens with Kyrie. Uh Kareem Abdul Jabbar's son. This is a report that just came out recently. Um, his son named Adam has been has been sentenced six months in the in the uh, six months to jail for slamming a blade into a neighbor's head so that's concerning that person survived uh, but the reports are coming out that both of them were fighting over trash cans that led to a dispute and that led to a physicality and that led to a blade to the head so that's crazy to hear you know uh prayers and thoughts to kareem's son man because that's a tough situation six months I hope the other guys are Okay, and right now the NBA is tampering. Sorry, the NBA is looking into tampering uh, probes that's going on right now, or happened in the summer. with the Chicago Bulls trying to get, you know, uh, Lonzo Ball, and the Miami Heat trying to get Kyrie Lowry. So uh, the NBA was is definitely they, they already begin investigations. They're at this point they're in an advanced stage. So we'll see what happens, but there's rumors coming out already that. The, the league office in New York ain't playing around. They're going to hit these teams with $10 million fines. You know, and there's other things that can happen to you as well. They're talking about, let me see what it, let, me, let me get this down quick. Yeah, so punishments that can happen can find up to $10 million for teams, possibly of suspending team execs, forfeiting draft picks, even player contracts being voided. So if, if, if it gets that serious for Adam Silver in, in his office, yeah, man, this could, this, this could be a big thing, but I don't think they'll avoid Lonzo Ball's contract or Ky- uh, 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 Lara Coward's contract at all. But they might get fined $10 million for tampering. So the NBA is definitely in the advanced stages of that. Former player, and I'm going to post this video right here for you guys to see. And this is just star Okay, Former NBA player and ex Chicago Bull player, Corey Benjamin. I think he was drafted like in 98 or 99. Uh, daughter. Who was 14 years old uh, was caught on video. And this went viral over Twitter and Instagram, TikTok. Was caught on video for sucker punching a couple girls. And this is like outrageous. I and mean, we are a big girl. Like she's bigger than the other three girls and sucker punches them from behind for some reason. So, yeah, obviously we don't need that in sports. I'm pretty sure that and benjamin gonna raise his daughter to go beat up little girls in tournaments you know but uh they definitely have to ban that girl for sure so that's crazy to even see john wall has no plans in returning at all like he said deuces i'm gonna just chill and the team obviously the team's like yeah hell yeah take a break while we figure out how to get rid of you and your contract so John Wall has no plans in returning and playing for the Rockets this season and probably won't be able to play anywhere else due to his contract and how hefty it is. So who wants a John Wall contract? Raise your hand. Yeah, nobody. So he's going to be there for a while. Some team out there desperately will probably take it. You know, that'll be that'll be highly robbery if it happens. Oh, Lord. But if it does happen, uh, he'll be traded. If not, he'll be pretty much sitting at home collecting his paycheck. And uh, big up to Steph Curry, Wardell. Wall Darrell, Stephen Curry passes Ray Allen a couple nights ago for the most threes made combined season and playoffs and finals. What do you want to talk about, combined three pointers in entire season, playoff, post game, whatever you want to call it. He has broken that record, and he's only 31 years old, and he has like what no, seven, eight years to play. Maybe four years in his prime, three years in his prime. It's outrageous what Steph Curry is doing. It's like literally not. I don't think that will ever be touched. Literally. I don't think that that, that record will ever be touched by any person ever. <laughs> so big up to Steph Curry for that. And the wizards, the wizards are playing at a whole different level. At a, the level they're playing at is mind boggling to a sense because like their team is a bunch of role players that are not really meshing with Bradley Bill in a sense. I watched a couple games. It seems like there's a bunch of isolations, you know, blah, blah, blah. But Montrezl Hill is beasting. Kuzma over here showing that, hey, he's showing the world like, hey, I'm I'm better than what y'all really thought. Bradley Bill is playing is playing pretty good. The rotation is solid. Hey, man, they're surprising people. They're right now, they're number one team in the East. I don't ex- expect them to be there, but they're definitely a playoff team. And they're coming here to wreck havoc on anybody. So uh, big ups to the Wizards organization. They traded Russ to get those quality players and it panned out for them. And obviously on the other end of the spectrum, the Los Angeles Lakers, they're struggling with the Russell situation. And like I said before, you had a chance to get Buddy Hill. And then they instead they wanted Russell Westbrook. And when I say they, this was not upper management. They had a package ready to go to sack to get Buddy Hill. To offload Montrez and, 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 and uh KCP and Kyle Kuzma. And then I think there's another player coming from Sacramento with the Buddy Heel situation, the package. So LeBron posits, hey, hold on one second. We want Russell Westbrook, the triple-double machine. We want him. And look at now. They can't spread the, can't spread the court. Melo is playing terrific right now. But how long can he sustain that? Big games, would he show up? Players, would he show up? It's going to be tough because you know it's a black hole. Melo gets the ball, it's going up. There's no passing the ball. We know Melo's game, but we're not spreading the court because of Melo. As far as the Lakers, Lakers, we're not spreading that court for them. So we'll see what happens with the Russ situation. I'm definitely going to be watching every single Laker game just to keep an eye on that. But the NBA is lit right now. Like it's, I'm enjoying it. I'm so glad we're back to the fans being in the stands, the trash talking, the 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 rustle and tussle between Rudy Goldberg and Miles Turner, and et cetera. You had Jokic doing the, you know a dirty play in a sense to uh, to the Morris twins. It's lit, man, it's, and I, I'm enjoying it. So I hope y'all enjoying it as well. Like I said, if you're still kicking it with me right now, we're what 25, 26 minutes into this episode. And go ahead and subscribe if you're new to this. And if you're not new to this you've been watching this, I hey, I, I, I appreciate it. I really do. Can't thank y'all enough. Like I always tell you guys. And we'll be back for more content for sure. I'm going to be breaking down the next episode with some, you know, NBA games and statistics and stuff like that and certain players and who's in the MVP race and who's the rookie of the year and Player of the year and yada, 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 and who has the hot edge and who to watch. So I'll break all that stuff in the next episode for sure, so stay tuned. And for the ones out there, like I said, go ahead and hit us up, subscribe, let us know. Until then, man, y'all be safe. Peace.